Hello and welcome to Please Add Graffiti. On today's episode, I'm joined by New York-based photographer, Clay Patrick McBride. In his long and successful career, Clay has worked alongside people such as Pharrell Williams, Jay-Z, LeBron James, and, importantly for this podcast, Kanye West. I hope you enjoy the interview. First of all, thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. Great to be here. So, you've been a photographer for over two decades now, am I right in saying? Yeah, that's right. Maybe even a little bit longer than that, sir. Yeah. I read somewhere that you, you got the want to be a photographer from finding a second-hand camera. Could you elaborate Yeah, on? yeah. So, thanks for doing some research. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's always a good <laughs> a good thing to do. Um, yeah, I was at a thrift store one day and I saw a, a camera and I picked it up and I said to my friend that I was going to become a photographer. I don't even remember the event, but yeah, that's how it happened. Um, it was that and it was that I lived in this building and there was this very rich woman in the building yeah. and she, she practiced photography and she had all these beautiful, like all these photographs, like all over the steps as I walked up the steps to my house. And I would look at these photographs every day and I'd think to myself, I don't know, I think I could do this better than her <laughs> for some reason, you know? So, yeah. When you first got into photography, was there a style that you preferred or a, a type mm. of photography? Yeah, um, well, when I studied in New York City in the 90s, it was um, like the Gen X aesthetic was very popular, you know, which was very scratchy, very edgy, very processed, very over-the-top, tactile, hand-done work. It was very, it was an exciting time visually for me, and and I'm still very nostalgic for that. I actually even have a whole section of my website for the 90s work. Your your iconic photos, per se, yeah mainly music based was that something that you actively pursued or something that you fell into yeah no i to me it i only it only made sense really to photograph people like that was to me the experience i wanted i wanted to connect with people and i wanted the camera to bring me closer to yeah i i just think like connecting with somebody and photographing them is a really unique experience and when i started to do it i started to really like to see someone and to um uh, interpret their character with a camera was really um, exciting to me. So, so there was that, right? It was it was about people, and then it was about music because, like, I'm kind of a failed musician, or I, I never really had the chops to be a great musician. Um, but I really loved 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 music. To me, it was the highest form of artwork. So to be able to become a part of music with my camera and kind of interpret people's identity and and visually portray them or represent their uh, swagger in some sort of way was um, yeah. was where where the two two roads crossed. You know, there's people and my love of music, and then it just made sense for me to photograph music because I that that to me seemed like if I could get paid to do that, if that could be some way I made a living, then it would be the greatest, the greatest thing in the world, you know. And um, in music, quite a big feature, especially in hip hop, is individuality. How mm-hmm. there's something, you know, when you're photographing two completely different musicians, how do you portray their individuality? Yeah, I think you got to do some research. You got to know like who's into what or what's into what. And I and I think a lot of it comes down to their their style you know what i mean like um and their styles change you know like that i photographed 
Kanye West when he was a young man and he wasn't even the star that he is now. He, he completely dresses differently now and has a completely different sense of style now than he did, you know, 15, 17 years ago when I photographed him, you know? So I think a lot of it is just working with, understanding what's there and working with it. But, you know, some people are going to be more street than other people. So you want to photograph them maybe a little bit more real and gritty and, and interpret it that way. Like somebody like Beanie Siegel in Philadelphia, you know, I might see him a certain way, you know? Um, and then there's someone maybe a little bit flashier and uh, a little bit more like, I don't know, Gucci'd out or something yeah. or wants to wear like, you know, YSL or really high end brands and wants to be wants to be celebrated in this way that shows um, them as a style icon, you know? Yeah, exactly. Everyone's different. And uh, when I look at your photos, I, I think the best part is how the subject of the photos always seems in power, no matter the surrounding. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you aim to achieve? Yeah, well, I think that that's what a photograph is. Like a good portrait is um, is a celebration of yeah. someone. And a good photograph is, um, it empowers your subject. Like, it's, it's like I'm a barber, you know what I mean? And I'm here to cut your hair, you know? And I want to give you the haircut that you if you don't get the haircut that you wanted when you came into the barber if you you leave and your hair is looking fucked up and different like you're you're disappointed right yeah you know what i mean so i i want to be the guy who cuts their hair the way they want their hair cut you know i i don't want to reinvent someone or challenge the way they perceive themselves i want to kind of glorify it and uplift it you know i noticed it mainly with your early work with lebron it's he was quite young at the time did he have the personality or did you have to sort of help you know i worked with lebron several times the first time was when he was about 17 18 years old he was still in high school and he was always humble like he was always a little bit quiet and always a little bit humble with me he was always maybe even a little bit shy like not the person we see on the court who's yelling at everybody and being the captain of the team you know he's always like a little bit more laid back so he's always been chill um and uh and you know he has reason to be real cocky he has reason to be um he, he you could imagine that he has the justification to be a very difficult personality because he's such a big star but i've never had that experience with him he's always been really easy to direct really easy to work with really willing to do whatever i ask him to do now i don't want to get you into any trouble so mm-hmm. tread carefully but is there any one that you've worked with where the balance sort of hasn't been great or as good as you expect yeah i mean uh, without naming names there's yeah. just like some people you're going to click with and some people you're not you know and some people are you just got to get through it and get through it as gracefully as possible but you're not going to become um buddy buddy with everybody that you work with and it's almost like you know i don't even look for that you know like i'm not trying to make friends with the people i work with i'm there to do a job uh i kind of do it i do it professionally uh quickly efficiently and i get them out of there because more than anything famous people it's time is money you know what i mean so the quicker you are to work with sometimes that's more important than it is to uh 
be this very likable person that wants to go out for sushi after the photo shoot with everyone you know like that's not me you know yeah that, that makes sense and um, so on to Kanye West you worked mm-hmm. with him when he was young was he still quite a creative you know quite a hands-on guy or did he let you have most of the control um yeah I never felt like we it was never like we collaborated in yeah. any way. It wasn't like, all right, this is my idea for the shoot. All the pictures I've taken of him have not been, with exception of the pictures at the White House, and that was more about Jay-Z than it was yeah. about Kanye West at the time. But um, but I think when I photographed him, like we all knew that he was talented. We all knew he was a great producer and, and his, his, his records were very popular, but we didn't know that he, like nobody knew that he was going to be the star that he is you know the mega star right there's nobody like him really like you know like when i grew up there was there was all sorts of bands like nirvana and guns and roses and you you know they all had really powerful front men right you know rock stars there were rock stars uh i think Kanye is like one of the few rock stars that's alive, like working today and, and popular. Like he's, he is the rock star. Like, I think, yeah. So yeah, I think he says that himself. He says he's the, the greatest living rock star, which yeah. controversial, yeah. but there's, there's just a <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> And uh, you talked about the, the White House photo shoot with Jay-Z. That's, mm-hmm. that's going to go down in hip hop history. It already has. How was that process? Well, it was great because it, I got to say it's been one of the few situations where um, I had an idea and without compromise, it went from the beginning to the end yeah. and it and it just got bigger. It didn't get smaller and nothing got subtracted from it. Nothing got compromised or watered down. It was completely, you know, I had this little idea that we were going to like photographed Jay as the president because he became president of Def Jam Records at the time. Yeah. And uh, 2005, 2004, I always forget, 2005. Um, so he became president of of the record label and uh, and then it was, a, and then it just became about his cabinet, you know, and it's about his label and about adding all these other people to it. And um, when I did the really iconic shot that was him and Kanye, that represents it's like a, a ripoff of a Hank Walker. It is Hank Walker. Okay. So when I did this homage to the Hank Walker photograph uh, with with Jay and Kanye kind of facing it off, it's like it was beautiful because they both really went into the roles like in a deep way. You know what I mean? I showed them some reference pictures and, you know, Jay had the tight suit on with the skinny tie and he just looked so perfect, you know, and, and even... Kanye looked like just like his little brother, like the part, you know what I mean? And then just putting them together and they just kind of improvise there. And I have some great outtakes of them laughing and kind of goofing off in that photograph, which is really wonderful. But uh, yeah, I'm just lucky. I feel like the stars aligned for me there and um, I was able to uh, create an image of black excellence and, you know, put a very powerful put a black man in the white house before obama and all that sort of stuff so it was ahead of its time and uh i don't even know what else to say about it you know it's like it's like yeah that picture will outlive me in a way you know it's 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 it has some 
significance in hip hop history. And I don't think there's another picture. Like I would argue that I don't think that there's um, there's pictures that are just as good. Yeah, but, but there's I don't think there's any. It's just as good as the greatest. Sorry, you know the bit. Yeah, the picture of Biggie like in the cemetery. Yeah. By Michael Levine, like that's an amazing picture. Danny Clinch's picture of Tupac with the shirt up, um, with with the shirt off and his arms behind his back and the Thug Life tattoo, like that's an iconic, powerful. That's like one of the top ten, right? Yeah. So, so I mean, it's right in there with all the top pictures. It's definitely in the mix. Yeah. And when you get the idea, say, to put Jay as president, is it daunting to go up to to the artist and try and tell them your vision or? Well, a lot of it gets a lot of it gets worked through these levels of publicity, yeah. the record label management, and the magazine I was working for at the time. So, it's not like I'm having um, coffee with Jay Z and being like, "Hey, I have this idea, Jay." I think it, it would be so much easier if it were like that, right? If it were just me talking to Jay. But unfortunately, it's me talking to the magazine, the magazine talking to the publicist, the publicist talking to his manager, his manager talking to Jay. You know, Jay talking to the manager, the manager talking to the public. Right. You know what I mean? It becomes yeah, this. It's not as straightforward as you might think. No, there's all these layers between you and, and this, the talent or the famous people, you know? Yeah. And so just one last thing on Kanye, because I don't want to bore mm -hmm. you to death. But um, what advice would you give to someone, say they meet Kanye or they work alongside <laughs> him? <laughs> Is there any advice you could give? Or... Well, um. Yeah, I wouldn't even know what to say, you know, like, um, I mean, you know, like, I, I feel like I photographed the old Kanye, which is a very different yeah. person, you know, than, yeah. than the one that there is now, you know, and, and when I work with him, I just tried not to fuck around. It was like, <laughs> let's get to work. Let's do this, you know, yeah. and, you know, one time, one time he was like, he was at my loft in my studio and we we're working and he spent all this time getting his hair cut and he bought all this beautiful clothes. And then after I was photographing him for about 10 minutes, he was like, I gotta go. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I just started here. And he's like, nah, I gotta bounce. <laughs> and I told him, um, I said, Kanye, man, uh, I, I respect your time and your schedule and I'll work with you very quick. But like, I'm just trying to feed my family, you know, like this is, I'm just trying to eat here. Like, this is my livelihood. This is my living, you know, on the table. Yeah. And I, and I said, um, if I don't come back with some good pictures, I don't work again. I don't make any money. I, my clients dry up, you know, like you don't want that for me, do you, you know? So, and he understood that, you know what I mean? Like it kind of, it kind of popped his bubble a little bit and he was like, yeah, I can give this guy another half hour, you know what I mean? It's not going to be the end of the, our world, right? I would say that, you know, he seemed to respond to it when I wasn't such a kick-ass and I pressed him a little bit, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I kind of, I, I, well, I just pressed him. So I don't know if that's advice, but it might be a tactic that, you know, he's definitely going to try to run the show. <laughs> Right. And it's up to you to kind of, you know, try to take the reins a little bit and, and pull it back, you know, because if you don't, he's going to run the show. Right. I mean, that's just how it's going to go, you know. And I would just like if you're ever going to work with him, like you should recognize it as like one thing I didn't know when I was younger and I was working is that these opportunities that I was in, 
Yeah. They were once in a lifetime opportunities, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, um, with Kanye, it was like I photographed him three times, so it's three times in a lifetime, but maybe four times I photographed him. But um, so to really see it as like, I don't know, just like this um, precious experience that might never come again, to really be present for it and um, and awake, you know, that that's one thing that I, w I would say, you know. And I wish I had some like, you know, great story about working with him. But like, I, I could tell you one, I took a picture of him. He was working on his second album. What was the second album called? Uh, late Registration. Yeah, so he was um, in New York City and he was working on Late Registration and he was in Sony Studios. And uh, he was, and this is where I photographed him with the drum machine and the keyboards you know these pictures yeah, have yeah. you seen them before and he's very um he's so full of life in those pictures yeah. you know and most of the time he's speaking to his publicist gabe who's an old friend of mine and and they're just having this great rapport so it was like i was so blessed to have somebody else in that room with me kind of creating this like intimate moment with kanye that that i i don't see too many pictures of like those no, with no. him right they're they're really to me they're they're really special pictures um because he's so unguarded and i feel like now he's just so he's just so self-aware yeah and everything he does is so calculated you know um so it's different right and so there was that set of pictures that to me were really um a time and a place and also just someone working in their to me, like an artist working in their studio or their environment is just the realest place, you know, like to photograph, that's their artistry, right? Yeah, those those tools they have and, and um, even the sort of atmosphere that was, you know, in there and it was not just like reefer, the atmosphere, it was like, you know, creative space where he was making you know one of a pretty significant album right yeah. so it was like a time and a place and an opportunity again right it was like a great opportunity and but then i took him aside and i showed him this picture of like miles davis recording in the studio yeah and uh and he was like in the booth with the horn and there were like these beautiful microphones and uh he had some headphones on right so i said i'd like to recreate something like this you know and um I wanted to feel like I just stepped in on you and you were you were um, doing some vocals, right? And I just happened to be there like a fly on the wall. And for this picture, he got like, he, he got into the character, you know what I mean? Like he, he I don't know if you know the picture. Um, um, you want me to show I'm it to you? I'm familiar with the Kanye picture of him in, uh, in the um, No, I don't know the Miles Davis picture either. I wouldn't even know where to find it at the yeah. time. But, but um, you know the one where he's in the booth with yeah. the microphone, he's got the headphones on and... And he just looks like it just looks so real and it's totally fake yeah i wouldn't have right? known it was, it was yeah and it, it's lit like i have a light in there that's like like a four foot giant light over the set you know it's it's all staged right yeah but i think that's one of the awesome things that in my best work i create these moments that are completely um contrived and falsified and but it 
but I want them to appeal completely authentic, right? Because yeah. as soon as I pick up the camera and I start photographing you, it's weird. Yeah, right? you're gonna change, aren't you? You're gonna. Yeah, it's not like you're gonna act like you normally. It's just gonna things are gonna get weird, right? Yeah. But if you can, you can kind of work with that and take the weirdness out of it and elevate it to a place where it seems authentic. Then that's the beautiful illusion that a camera can create, right? It can create this whole illusion, create this whole story that is uh, a fantasy, right? Yeah, that's... fantasy wrapped in truth, you know. So, yeah, there's got to be some realism, but yeah, make the realism look artistic, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, so finally, any any tips for any budding photographers? Um. I know you've got a you've got a tattoo, don't you? Of a big a big piece. Perseverance, of yeah. yeah. It says perseverance on the side of my head, so I think <laughs> yeah, perseverance is key. But I was reading something, and um, you know Ryan McGinley, the photographer. I don't know if you know him. Anyway, he's a great American young photographer, and uh, and he was asked about how he gets his models, and he quoted Morrissey. He said, you know shyness is nice but shyness can stop you from doing all the things in life that you'd like to right yeah. so i think what you, what you did was to be bold and to um just go for it i mean like you reached out to me from england right and you were like hey i want to interview you you know like you, you gotta knock on doors and i could have said no right yeah. you know but and what that would that have stopped you from asking a second a third a fourth a fifth person no right? I, I had a list compiled and uh -huh. I wasn't going to stop until I found, and luckily you were one of the first, and I'm very yeah. good. Yeah, so, I mean, you got to be like that. you got to take the initiative, right? you got to yeah. be bold and fearless and and just realize that the world is going to reject you, right? Yeah. And the doors are going to close in your face, but you just have to be prepared to keep pushing. And I think the big bit of advice is you got to keep telling yourself that somewhere, that somewhere out there, somebody loves your work. Yeah. And you gotta find that person, you gotta right? Work until you discover it. Yeah, you gotta find that person who loves your work, right? Because not everyone's gonna love your work, but there's definitely somebody out there who loves your work, right? Um, so yeah, I don't know. Journalism's cool. It's like, um, it's curious, you know. This, the art of interviewing somebody is, um, I've done a little bit of it, you know, and yeah. it's really fun. Um. It's really fun because you you maybe have an agenda or some things you'd like to hear from that person, <laughs> but you have no idea if you're gonna ever get them to say the things you want them to say, right? No, there's no way to control the answers. What's the gold record behind you? Uh, that one. Yeah. It's Jesus, obviously Kanye. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like his biggest fan, huh? I like to think so. That, that's the ambition <laughs> for me. But my goal in my career is somehow work alongside him and I thought I'm not going to achieve that if I just sit in bed all day and uh -huh. start networking, meeting new people, getting a bit of information about working with Kanye. Uh -huh. I thought it's a good place to start at least. Yeah, well that's a, a tremendous goal to set for yourself, right? Yeah, I need something to work towards. I really think the, the thing that you might help you and a good bit of advice is um, the last question you should ask everybody is, do you know of anybody else who could help me with this project? Yeah, that'd be good. That's, 
Yeah, that's one thing you can't do is you can't think about making something and make something at the same time. You know, like yeah. if you sit around thinking about it, nothing happens, right? Yeah. You just got to get messy and roll up your sleeves and see what happens. But when I would go out and show my portfolio to people, you know, I'd say, hey, is there anybody else? Because just getting an appointment with somebody is such a pain in the ass, yeah. right? So when I would get in there and I would show them my portfolio and they were, usually they liked what they were seeing, I would say, hey, is there anybody else that you think might like this portfolio? And could you refer me to them? And they would be like, oh, yeah, sure, so-and-so. And then I would get another appointment and it would just kind of lead to some other stuff. So any other last questions? No, no, I think that's everything. Thank you All right. very much for your yeah. time and your help. <laughs> Let me know how it um, shapes up and everything and how it... Uh, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll fire it, it across when it's... Yeah, it's please all. do. Please do. Thank all you All right, good luck much. with your project. Bye-bye. Once again, thank you, Clay, for joining me on the podcast today. You can find more of his work at claypatrickmcbride.com.